Thank you for tuning in to another Cleveland vs. the World podcast, and today we have Ohio State basketball coming up for you. Um, so far, they're having a really good year. Very surprising. They're ranked fourth in the country. Um, they've got a really good shot at winning March Madness, so we're going to talk about what they've been doing this year. We're going to talk a little bit about what to expect from them in the Big Ten tournament and even in the March Madness tournament, which, like I said, I think they have a pretty solid chance of winning. So, yeah, let's get into it. So first, let's start off. They are 17-4, and four, ranked fourth in the country, and currently on a six-game win streak. Um, they've been able to beat some pretty good teams. Um, they've got they play a lot of guys. They play nine. They have nine guys who average over ten minutes a game. Um, only one of which is a freshman, which is uh, Zed Key, the big man, who's pretty pretty good. We're going to talk about him in a little bit. But so yeah, I mean they've really been able to compete in a very good Big Ten. I mean by the way, the Big Ten is absolutely stacked with five teams ranked in the top twenty-five: Michigan, who's fourteen and one; Iowa, fifteen and six; and Illinois, who's fourteen and five. And you also have Wisconsin, who's ranked twenty-first. Now, now, obviously, Michigan has had a lot of games canceled due to COVID. I mean, that's the reason why they're only 14-1. and one. But they, Ohio State's going to play them. They're going to play Iowa. They're going to play Illinois. But this Big Ten tournament is going to be something to watch. It's definitely going to be fun. It's going to be competitive. Um, and I can see a lot of these teams getting into, getting into the tournament despite um, not winning it. Um, but, yeah, let's take a look at what Ohio State's been able to do this year. Um, a couple of big guys, E.J. Liddell. Averaging 15 points a game, almost seven rebounds a game. He's been playing pretty well. I mean, he's only a sophomore. Uh, Dwayne Washington, 36 and a half percent from three, very good. Almost 15 points a game as well. And they've got a lot of other guys like, I mean, you know, Seth Towns and C.J. Walker. Obviously, Seth Towns came over from Harvard. I think that was a really good addition. And C.J. Walker, his, his mid-range game is really underrated. I think that lefty pull-up jumper from anywhere in uh, inside the three-point arc is really deadly, and I think that's going to be something that is really going to help them. Is they have so many weapons on offense that can score the ball, that can come off the bench and do things. Um, and I think this year's a little bit different because a lot of these, you know, classic teams aren't playing as well. You know, Duke, Kentucky are not ranked. Um, I mean, Kansas isn't as hot. I mean, you take a look at the top four. It's Gonzaga and Baylor undefeated, and then it's Ohio State and Michigan. So I think the Big Ten is really going to show out in this March Madness tournament. Um, and it's a lot of these other teams. I mean, Gonzaga's good every year. Baylor was pretty good last year. But, yeah, I mean, I think this is definitely the year for Ohio State to make some noise and go pretty far in the tournament. Um, and, and, and even if you remember last year, they were ranked second in the country at one point before – COVID canceled the season and eventually canceled conference tournaments and, and March Madness. I mean, they, they, I remember there was, they played North Carolina. I think it was, it was like a Thursday night or something. It was something during the week and Ohio State just completely shut down Cole Anthony. I mean, he, he, he was hurt for a little bit. He came back and he just didn't, he didn't shoot well. And he, he, Ohio State really got to him and that was not like North Carolina, but North Carolina didn't have that good of a year last year. And that really kind of led into this year, but yeah, Ohio State really locked down one of the best freshmen in the country last year. They moved up to second in the country, and then they played a little, you know, kind of average the rest of the year. But I think they would have been, go- they would have gone far in the tournament last year. Probably not, w- probably wouldn't have won it, but I think they would have been able to win a couple games. And they would have done good in the Big Ten tournament as well. So I mean, that that really is a shame. I think that they were um, poised for a big year last year, but now I think they're really showing it this year. As um, I think they've got a couple of big games coming up. Michigan, Iowa, and Illinois. 
Um, you know, Michigan, like we said, 14-1. and one. Iowa, 15-6. and six. Luka Garza, he's going to be a player to watch in the tournament for Iowa. And Illinois, 14-5. and five. Illinois is ranked 5th. Michigan's ranked 3rd. Iowa, I think, is ranked 7th or 8th. So, Ohio's just going to have a chance to prove themselves. I, I don't think the uh, committee will put them over Gonzaga or Baylor in the uh, AP poll, but I do think that Ohio State... I mean, if you win out here, you win the Big Ten tournament, they'll be an easy number one seed. Even if they don't win the Big Ten tournament, if they can win all three of these games and, fit, and place top three in the Big Ten tournament, I still think they'll be a one seed. Uh, but I, I think whoever comes out of the Big Ten could very easily be a one seed because I, I think it's pretty obvious Gonzaga and Baylor are going to lock up two of those. And it's very possible we could have two Big Ten teams at the number one seed. You know, we saw, you know, I've been following all this bracketology that's been coming out, you know, leading up to March Madness so far, because I think this is going to be a big year. After they didn't have it last year, I think a lot of people are going to be tuned in this year, and a lot of people are paying attention to it. And they said it'd be Gonzaga and Baylor, and then Ohio State, Michigan, which I, I mean, I could really see. I mean, that's pretty, that's just the top four in the rankings right now. But I could very easily see Ohio State and Michigan in the Big Ten Championship and both of those guys, both of those teams becoming um, number one seeds. Um, uh, that, that would really make a lot of sense. I, I think whichever two teams get into the championship for the Big, for the Big Ten Tournament, very easily could be one seeds. Um, it just kind of depends how, you know, this last week and a half, two weeks of the regular season pans out. So... I mean, like I said, Ohio State, they went out here, they win the Big Ten tournament, they'll be an easy number one seed. Um, but Gonzaga and Baylor are both undefeated right now. They're going to be hard to bet against, and we're, we're going to preview March Madness a little bit later. But first, I want to talk about what's really been the key for Ohio State this year. I, and I, I think the big key for a lot of teams has been uh, seniority. And if you look at Ohio State, you know, Seth Towns is a grad transfer. Um, C.J. Walker is older. Justice, Justice Suing, who comes off the bench, is a junior. Dwayne Washington is a junior. Um, and like I said earlier, nine players average over 10 minutes a game, only one of which is a freshman, and that is Zed Key, who plays pretty well um, down low. So very, very old, and that's how a lot of and that's how a lot of these teams are. I mean, really the only teams with big-name freshmen are Iowa with Luka Garza and Illinois is a couple of big-time freshmen. But uh, Gonzaga and Baylor are both guys with older players, you know, very classic programs. And I, I think if you look at... Um, Kentucky and Duke, they rely on freshmen pretty much year in and year out. They rely on big recruits, you know, one and duns. And uh, you saw it last uh, two years ago with with Duke when they had R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, and Zion. You know, I, it, then you come down to the tournament, and they're not used to the big moment. And, and you know, it's just they're not experienced. And, and experience, I think, does play a pretty big role in the tournament, which I think you're going to see that this year. I, I don't think a lot of these teams with freshmen are going to make it far, and I don't think many of them are going to get in. I think that's due to the fact that not having you know a whole lot of summer workouts and even going into the fall, a lot of training camp was pushed back and stuff. So teams are relying on a lot of guys who have been there, um, been there, done that for a while now, and kind of know what to expect. And as freshmen, you're coming in and it's all new to you. You're not ready for it. So yeah, Ohio State. Only one freshman that plays over 10 minutes a game. Very old, very experienced. So if if they play all of these experienced guys, which they, they will, I think that's going to be important, especially in the Big Ten tournament, because a lot of these guys have been there before. And it's the same thing with the March Madness tournament, which is the big reason why I think they're going to go far in the Big Ten tournament and March Madness. And even if they're a one seed, I mean, you look at the past couple of years of, of who's won the tournament. 
it's been a lot of one seeds. So I, I think Ohio State has a really good chance if they're a one seed. I mean, even if they're a two seed, they'll still have a chance, obviously. But so let's preview March Madness a little bit. Um, like I said, top seeds, I mean, Gonzaga and Baylor are for sure lock-ins. Um, and then, and then it kind of just depends on how these conference tournament plays out, play out. Cause if, if Michigan, you know, they haven't played a whole lot cause of COVID they could get bounced early on in my opinion. Um, it, even with Iowa, I mean, they started off really hot. Luca Garza was you know, dropping 30 a game. It seemed like, and now they have six losses. So, I mean, but I, they're still dangerous. Illinois is still dangerous. But Ohio State, I think, is really slept on because they don't really have, you know, a big-name guy such as Luca Garza or Illinois has a couple of standout freshmen who are playing really well this year. And Ohio State doesn't really have any of those, you know, big-name guys that the whole nation knows. They're just a really, really well-coached team, experienced, that have been able to win games. And I think this upcoming week is going to be huge for them. Like I said, they're going to be able to really put themselves on the map here with a couple of these big games, you know, they went out and they beat Indiana, I mean, they blew, they were handling them early on, and they got a little sloppy, and Indiana was able to come back a little bit, but they still won by a decent margin. Um, another one seat, I could see Villanova, if they go out and they win their conference, and they keep winning games, but I, I think it, it would be hard to jump these big 10 teams, in my opinion. Um, simply due to the fact that the Big Ten is so competitive, and, they, I mean, they all play each other. And when I was watching the Ohio State and Indiana game, and Jay Billis was commentating on the game, and he was saying I mean, it's it's they're really good and bad um, advantages and disadvantages for playing in the Big Ten. You get a win, it's great, it's going to look good, but that's the problem. Those wins are hard to come by because it is so competitive and it's so draining night in and night out for these guys because of the level of competition and just the amount of it. So I, I I think there's a high chance a team from the Big Ten wins it all this year, and I think there's a high chance that two Big Ten teams are a number one seed, especially I think the two common ones are going to be Ohio State and Michigan. But, you know, we're, again, this last week of this last week and a half, two weeks of the season is going to be big because at Michigan, you know, 14-1, people don't really know if they can, you know, string together a couple of games here. They don't really have as big of a sample size as some of these other teams because of COVID. Um, and it's kind of like how Ohio State was in football, you know, because of the COVID games and the Big Ten canceling, they didn't really necessarily have a large sample size for the committee to look at. And that's kind of how Michigan is. So this is a big week for Michigan to prove themselves, but an even bigger week for Ohio State to really put uh, get their name out there and, you know, start getting the respect that they deserve. So now let's look ahead at March Madness. I mean, the, the two clear teams to bet on are going to be Gonzaga and Baylor, in my opinion. Um, I, I'm really excited for March Madness this year. Like I said earlier, I think a lot of people are going to be tuned in because of the fact that there wasn't one last year. And, I mean, this is, is honestly, next to the Super Bowl, I think this is one of the most exciting things in sports. And I, I really mean that just because of the intensity and the amount of games and the upsets, it's all crazy. So I think the two safest bets are going to be Gonzaga and Baylor. But like I said, I could see a lot of these teams giving them some, them some trouble. You know, out of the out of the Big Ten, Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, and Ohio State all have shots. Um, I like Villanova. Um, a, you know, there, there's a lot of teams that I think are going to be able to challenge them. But Gonzaga and Baylor have not lost it. They were supposed to play earlier in the season and got canceled due to COVID. That was going to be probably the game of the year. But if I had to pick a winner right now today... I would probably go Gonzaga. I think that they're a little bit better than Baylor. They're very well coached, but at that point, at this point, it's really a coin flip. I mean, they, 
You know, it, it, they really are two even teams. It really doesn't get closer than that. So I, I, I would either pick one of those two. But I mean, as an Ohio State fan, it's going to be hard to pick against them when filling out my bracket. But you know, when um, you know, when me and me and my friends all put together our group to do brackets, I, I think a lot of people are going to pick them. So I mean, if you're going to want to win your bracket and you're an Ohio State fan, probably better not to pick them just because of how many people are going to pick them. Um, from this area, so I, like I said, safest bets would be Gonzaga and Baylor, but if you were to pick Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, or Ohio State, I certainly would not have. I, I certainly could see the argument for it. I think I think you would have to pick if if you're picking winners, you're gonna have to pick a one seed, maybe a two seed. Um, it just it seems like every year it's a one seed. You know, you'll have these Cinder, you'll have these Cinderella teams, you know, these lower seeds, but they're not like Loyola, Chicago. When, by the time they got to the Final Four, they were burned out. Um, South Carolina a while ago got to the Final Four, got burned out. So I, I, I would pick one of the better teams, high, high, higher seed, more experience, and a lot of these teams are really experienced. So I think it's going to really make for a, a, a really interesting tournament. It's going to be a good one, I think, this year. I, they're probably going to have record viewers, in my opinion, um, just because it's it's going to be high intensity. It's it's good. It's going to be a fun uh, fun March here coming up. So definitely stay tuned. We'll definitely have some more March Madness talk coming for you. We do plan on doing an Indians podcast soon. You know, I've been saying that for a while, but I'm we're going to finally start putting that together. Um, still probably have a mock draft coming for you. Um, and then there's a whole lot of Cavs news coming up. They might trade Drummond. Um, even with the Browns, they might uh, sign J.J. Watt. So we'll definitely have a whole lot of Cleveland news coming for you. As always, thank you for listening, and stay tuned.